Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horan. Hey there, Chris. The temperature's rising. We're here for Love Island USA, Season 2, Episode 6. And I think I know where we're going to spend the majority of the time on the show. But should we first talk about the, the date? So Caleb and Calvin had a, a choice of you know two other girls. So they've been on dates yesterday's at all episode four so we're not we're not going to cover the recaps are we probably should have said that before because say all the same things that we said again um what did you make of those dates well they were okay dave i mean they seem like two nice guys caleb knows what he wants he's not offensive he, he he's quite direct but he's a nice lad calvin again nice guy he's smiling all the time whether the mask drops on either of them i'm not sure everything about them it's just they're just vanilla aren't they they've not done anything wrong Dave and um, I'm trying my hardest not to talk about the subject we're <laughs> going to talk about because they just centre on these days but I think the two nice guys the two good additions to the house which I think it needs Dave yeah I mean uh, I, the only couple of things I'll say and then we'll get into the meat so you know Kirsten was obviously impressed that Caleb was you know from Texas as well it kind of reminds me you know when you used to go on holiday to fucking Spain or something and you're like oh right you're from you know you're from here and I'm from there as well it's like you've fucking flown you know <laughs> four hours or whatever to to go somewhere else why are people obsessed with getting to know people where they're from but you know she's still well into Carrington I think but I think the door is a bit open for Caleb and uh, she did say a few things, didn't she? Yeah, and and again, Calvin with Rachel. You know, I thought he was saying all the right things. Again, when you come in, you've seen these people already, so you know they've been watching the show. They know more about them than the other way around, and uh, I think it's 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 pretty easy to to say all the right things on that first date. So yeah, I I think I agree. I think they're two additions, good additions to the house. Um, but ultimately, Chris, should we stop fannying about and get on to the villain of the piece? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, you know, when your girl goes on a date and step forward, Jeremiah, Rachel goes on a date, really enjoys it. Caleb's nice with her. He, he's chatting away. He's all like, you know, every, everything's fine. He comes and talks to Rachel later on. Gives her a kiss, says, look, we're not together. He said it on the VT, we are not together. Um, so it doesn't matter. She can get to know whoever she wants. I understand that. I have no problem with it. And at the end of it, it actually made them stronger. They embraced Dave, a bit of a snog. I'm, I've written down Jeremiah, top man. Yeah. D Dave. James, again, we talked about him in the last episode. I am going to go on record, Dave, to actually say, I think he's probably one of the worst contestants I've ever seen on Love Island because... His behaviour tonight is definitely there's something psychotic about this guy. He's absolutely not right at all. You can smile all you want, but when you are being a bully and pushing um, Moira the way he did, oh, honestly, I was fuming watching it. I was like, I've got to get on the podcast because it's like, surely someone's got to step in. He has got something wrong with him, in my opinion. Anyway, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I just don't, I just think what he did tonight was disgusting. 
I think, yeah, through and through the whole episode, because, you know, we got clips from uh, spanning two days, didn't we? And I thought, to be honest, Chris, he was a prize knob in both of them. Like, you know, so it's, I, I, I think all of us can be absolute bellends in a moment in time. You know, you're low on energy or you've had too much to drink or something like that, you know, and you can be in a prize cock. And But then after that, you know, the most important thing if you've been a prize cock is to call yourself out for being a prize cock, apologize, eat a bit of humble pie and move on from it. I think the the troubling thing for me was he just didn't see what he'd done that was wrong. I mean, straight away yeah. when Moira came back, you could tell her uh, she was a bit off. And, and this had been leading up from the previous episode. And I know... So Terence had called us out on Twitter, hadn't he, saying we were being a little bit harsh on the previous uh, episode on James. And, and I'm not going to read out the whole tweet because I think that hasn't aged particularly well, <laughs> given what we've seen tonight. So I, I just think that there were tiny little red flags. But, Chris, these were big, massive, massive bloody flashing red flags today. I, I just think he was he was manic, wasn't he? You know, it, yeah. And that's what we'd called out previously. He was, he was being a bit over the top. You know, Moira had been asked out on a date. But then, honestly, if she had any doubt in her mind, then he's just cemented the whole thing by by that horrible behaviour. Yeah, because... And you're right. I, there's no defence, I don't think, for what he said. I, when Terence said it the other day, he's right. What he'd said, I think, yeah, we'd gone a bit hard in the paint. But... What he did tonight, we should. It, it didn't justify our approach because obviously we could be wrong, you could be wrong, whatever. We both could be wrong on anything uh, when it comes to the show. It's, you're making knee-jerk reactions and just sort of reviewing it as you see it. Things can change. We've done that with plenty of contestants and called them out. And then later on, we're like, oh, I absolutely love them. You know, so I just don't think he can redeem himself. The, when she came back, she'd been on a date and spent half an hour with this guy, say, so I'm, I'm guessing half an hour, right? Obviously, they've had to mm-hmm. post stuff and, and do maybe redo some of the chat and that. But say half an hour together, genuine quality time. She comes back and just says, look, he is my type. I've got a little bit of a thing for him. I, I do like him. He's not even in the villa. He's never seen James. They've not kissed. They've not done anything. And his lines of interrogation, I'm thinking, fuck me, you need to work for the FBI or the CIA because he was literally... And every time she challenged him, but challenged him correctly, there was nothing I, I think personally she did wrong. He was like, I've not done anything wrong. Yeah. As soon as she challenged him, and she, he could clearly see... And he's like... And then he's, then he's making a scene in front of everyone. And I've got to say, Dave, fucking Mackenzie, step right up and give him some shit. And yeah. she was right. And she's like, own your shit. Because... He was going around snidely going, oh, she's a, she's a nutter. I'm, I'm finished with her. And I'm like, you are a dickhead, mate. An absolute obnoxious dick. And it's no wonder sometimes, Dave, with men like that, why women are so cautious of relationships because he's an idiot. And Moira needs to go nowhere near him. And thank God that she isn't, Dave. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's too many little... I, I want to call them highlights, but I call them lowlights. You know, like like I say, in that initial chat, he was he was fucking wired. And and interrogation is one of the bullet points I got down here as well, because that's what it was. He wasn't letting her finish any of her sentences. He was talking over the top of her, not letting her finish what she had to say, and not just fucking listening. <laughs> he wasn't listening at all. And again, we're not talking about fucking years of marriage here, Chris. He's known her for a few days. And honestly, I think he has that 
fucking sense of ownership, sense of entitlement. And it's just, like I say, he just fucking made himself look a prize cock. And when when the two guys came in, and he sat next to Moira, so so he's kind of he's being being a bit smothering, and then he's again he's being just over the top. It's like, oh, they're, they're great guys, aren't they? They're great guys, you know. And, and again, just being too much. It's like, fucking dude, just recognize what's going on, chill the fuck out. And I have to say, hats off. You know, I've said said some things about Trey and how I think you know his head will be turned quite quickly. I thought he was a star tonight. I don't think anything he did was wrong. Other than, right, he was the one who recognized and he said in the diary room, like, you know, James, you know, that's that's not the way to behave. And but he was a bit too cryptic with James. He was just like, look, cool, chill out. I've got you and all that stuff. So he could see what was going on. Honestly, Chris, if I was behaving like that, take me one to one side, slap me about, tell me I'm being a fucking knob, pack it in and fucking grow up. Right, that's what James yeah. needed in that moment. I think now, obviously, yeah, they don't yeah. know each other quite that well, but someone needs to fucking put him straight that that is unacceptable. It is, and and what was even worse was when he was having the chat with Moira the second time when she come over and he was sat down and she was like, you know, he's fucking want to go home sort of thing. He like looked directly at the camera because I think he was thinking, "Oh shit," you know. And I've looked on social media, and I know that isn't always a barometer. It's not gone down well with anybody, Dave. What he did at all? I honestly think if it's purely on voting for a single person, which they've done a lot in Love Island the last few series, it used to be a couple, so you'd lose like one nice person, and the dickhead one of the couple would get the you know, all the votes, so you'd lose like one good contestant. It's not like that anymore. If they're going to follow suit like the UK one, he's going to be out of the fucking door straight away. I mean, I, I just, I, what I don't understand is, Dave, and it is like watching a, a psychological thriller, is he tries to do it with a smile on his face and then he's going to the boys and he's like trying to get their back up. And even yeah. they were like, you dick. You're just out of order. Just, I mean, even, even Connor said to her, just leave her for an hour, just leave her. Because I think the most uncomfortable situation of the whole episode is exactly what you've just said. When the new guys come in, and he's like, I'll show you around, yeah, uh, show you around. Yeah, oh, the great guys, aren't the great guys? And she's looking as if to say, fuck off. Yeah. You know, like, you've just given me a load of aggro for nothing. And he's not, this This act, he, to me, he's just a sleaze ball. And this act that he's doing, he's just dropped completely. And I honestly think, Dave, they're going to have to watch the producers because he's going to get, if he goes like the UK, he's going to get so much abuse when he comes out. He needs to really um, be like you just said, push to one side, maybe by the producers and say, look, your behavior's absolutely outrageous. You've got to stop. I mean, look, it makes good TV because I'm screaming at the TV. However, <laughs> as a human being, I keep I feel for Moira. And I also feel for him thinking, you're somebody's son, brother, whatever. You, Your family must sit there and go, holy shit, what is he doing? You can't justify any of that in my eyes, Dave. I could be wrong and I'd be happy for anybody to call me out on this, but I just thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, and and I found myself thinking back to remember Joe and Lucy, you know, and and they'd been coupled up, and uh, Tommy had inserted himself in the middle of there, and you know he got called out something rotten, didn't he, for being quite controlling and what have you. And I thought, you know what, compared to James tonight, that was nothing. I I can't yeah. think of a more. I, I guess maybe Connor. Um, Season six, Love Island, UK. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think he was pretty similar, wasn't he? You know, very, very insecure. The the weird thing about James is he talks a fucking good game about how great he is and he's funny and he's this and he's that. He doesn't seem short of confidence, but I think he strikes me as actually he's a lot more insecure than he makes out. Either, you know, he's insecure or he really is just fucking controlling and... and yeah, I, I, it's fairly distasteful. Every 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 time he was on screen tonight, I thought he made himself look particularly bad. Yeah, and and obviously he's going to be aware of the cameras. The, the, you will be. You, you you'll forget about them. But then when something like this happens, I genuinely thought he was backpedaling. I think he was thinking, "Oh shit, what have I done?" You know, I, I don't necessarily think visualization. I don't think he really cares about Moira. I think it's more just staying in the house looking at him. But. Um, <sighs> He, he must have gone through life doing this, Dave, because he just kept saying, I don't know what's up with it. There's something wrong with that girl. I'm thinking there's nothing wrong with her. I don't. I honestly don't think she did anything wrong. There's only Mackenzie who's properly called him out, but she had to walk away because she was going to fucking lose it. I think it needs to come from one of the blokes because he's like, he's the fucking victim in all this. Like, I've done nothing wrong. Dude, you've been a prize fucking cock. Have a word with yourself, right? Or someone needs to have a word with him because... You know, he just needs to be fucking called out for it, Chris. Yeah, he does. He does, and that's it. I mean, he he tried, didn't he, to apologise the next day, and she's like, "He can't. can you not tell my body language and stuff? And I understand that. It's difficult sometimes. She was being completely off with him, completely justified, uh, completely support Moira on, on all this. But I, I also think he again wakes up and thinks, oh, we've slept on it. Everything will be fine. Yeah. You can see that her skin's crawling now and he puts his arms around her and everything and they look so sweet a few episodes ago. And thank God this has come out because my word, if they'd left this house and got together, that would be a completely unhealthy relationship. He needs to grow as a person, Dave. And honestly, I just can't see it in this environment at all. No, and like you say, I, I can't remember if it was when he looked at the camera, but he was saying like, you know, you want drama, I'll give you drama. Again, Chris, this is... This, this is pretty sinister stuff, you know, not not because of what's going to happen on Love Island, the fucking watch like a hawk, you've all, got all security. It's just, you know, just how he navigates life. I, I just think, I, I just worry about some of the relationships he might have been in. I know, I know. And then that, and look, you know, it's horrible to, to be so negative on somebody, but it just, it's just wrong. If that was my daughter with someone like that, Dave, He'd, you'd be getting put in the Nevada desert and never be seen again if you treated her like that because that guy needs a serious talking to. His family needs to intervene when he gets out of here and say, you need to really look at yourself. Yeah. And that's horrible to do that. An intervention is horrible. Um, and it's not what the podcast is about, Dave, but yeah. he's a fucking cock, so I'm sticking <laughs> to that anyway. Well, like you say, let's, let's move on from James because, uh, you know, again, I, I hope, again, after the show's finished, he should watch the show back, and I hope he has a fucking come to Jesus moment and realizes he's he's been a bit of a prize cock and needs needs to grow up, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Dave. And, and to make matters worse for poor Moira, she's now done a knee in as well. <laughs> My word! You know what? So even before she put her knee out, like the first when she was putting her arms up. Chris, you know, some people are naturally extroverted and very outgoing and, and they can do stuff like that. But I think it looks so awkward when you've got someone who is a bit more chilled out and a bit more introverted, but they're like playing a part, they're acting. 
acting the role. And so for me, even before she put her knee out, that, that split second, she just looked so awkward. Like she was just trying a bit too hard. It's like, woo, woo. And then she put a fucking knee out. She's on proper fucking crutches and everything later in the party. So I'm, I'm assuming she must have must have been to the hospital or something. You know, how does that work yeah. with when they're all locked down? Or, or do they have all the medical staff sat there waiting for something like this to happen? It, it must be somewhere, Dave, because she, I mean, she was getting carried in by Trey and Johnny once. Yeah, but, <laughs> so, but she stood there when they're all dancing, stood there with her crutches. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, surely someone should just say, look, take the weight off it. <laughs> you know, just sit down. Because that's where it was, all the swelling is going to go down to your knee, isn't it? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? Really, really strange. But, but I think one of them, though, Dave's as well, is, is you, you know, that's going to have an impact on the show and her situation is not going to go away that this is going to dominate the next couple of episodes in six so she's going to have to do a lot of sit down chats with james she's not going to be able to get away with him now i did i did, I did wonder over. if if off camera james had a little voodoo doll <laughs> <laughs> He's turning into Gollum, isn't he? You know, in the background, like, ah, oh, my precious. Is <laughs> there something not right, that kid? But uh, anyway, I mean, I don't know. There wasn't really much else going on, was there? You, you know, I, you know. Sorry, go on. I, I was just going to say, it, it was night and day, though, wasn't it? The way Rachel and Jeremiah handled the whole date thing and the way James and Moira did. I thought Rachel and Jeremiah handled it brilliantly even Carrington now I'd have thought before tonight's episode I'd have thought Carrington had the potential to go off a bit like James and you could see he was quite insecure with it but I think you know him and Kirsten had a had a chat and he seemed to handle it a little bit better Kirsten does seem to have most of her eggs in Carrington's basket but I think she is open to getting to know Caleb a bit more Caleb's also, I think, interested in Rachel. So, but but I like his energy. I like his chilled out kind of vibe. I, I like the fact that he's not fucking wired and just like, oh, I need to couple up with someone quick. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's the way it should be, Dave. Because if you're just a normal person, it, it doesn't matter about the TV show, does it? That will come naturally. If someone's there for you, they're there, aren't they? And, and it'll happen. Yeah. You're gonna force, especially if, especially on a TV show like this. If you force it on something like this, then it's so apparent and obvious that it's just a couple up for inconvenience and it's to stay in the house. We've seen it, you know, we're veterans now, Dave, you especially now, it's been a year of you watching Love Island <laughs> and you're a veteran. You know what? I fucking, I was thinking this the other day because we've done the UK, US and Australia. I've probably watched more seasons than there have been seasons now. Yeah. So, yeah, we've watched loads. so the first four I missed out on, but I've watched two UK ones, two Australian seasons, uh, yep, US. a US season, full seasons. That's five, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. This is your, this is your, this should be your sixth season we're going through. Yeah. What am I doing with my well, life? Though. I don't know. And two what to handle. Love is blind, and uh, what was the other single town? Yeah, you, you've had a you've had a good run, Dave. <laughs> 
<laughs> completely oh, converted. This, Dave is a massive comic book fan and everything. We used to reviewing like, you know, Avengers and stuff. And uh, yeah, he's gone to shit, Dave. You know, we're more worried about what James is doing than fucking anything else. But <laughs> he's, he's great like because... Thanos, isn't he? He's the yeah, he total is. villain, James. <laughs> like, click his fingers. It's all over. Because that's the thing, isn't it? When we, when we watch this show... We both text each other. When something goes down. We're like, "Oh my god, I cannot wait!" And today, I was going. I was doing yoga. Like, I can't give a fuck about this yoga now. He's a wanker. <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate as I've got it on, and I can't do it. I'm just like, oh. So no, it's brilliant TV. I just hope that as a person, he has a proper, like you said, a come to Jesus moment because he's going to be off before you know it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, so it wasn't really a lot else. They had the Vegas theme party. That was quite cool. It looks like we're going to have, you know, lots of fireworks happening from that tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, that's the one, Dave. So, guys, if you want to contact us on Twitter or Instagram at CDRealityCast, if you want to email us, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. And if there's anything you disagree with what we said about James today, I'd love to get a different perspective. Whether we get called out, whether you you know, you know put us down, it doesn't matter. We, we, this is what it's all about. Opinions make the world go round, and especially how strong we've gone with James today. So, uh, yeah, get in contact with us. And if you do get a chance, drop us a review on the show, guys. As always, as we say, it just helps us grow and gets us out there to more people. Awesome. Now, Today, sorry, we did see. Uh, so, Geek Girl Soup tweeted us in and says, "Yikes! The Love Island USA couple I thought was going to make it is crashing and burning. Meanwhile, Mackenzie is a fucking rock star. So, I think there's no prizes for guessing that's about James and Moira. Um, and like I say, I, I do think first three episodes they look quite sweet. I, I, we talked about, you know." first of all Moira seemed to want to escalate the physical relationship then she backed off a little bit but then James is like you know I thought we'd have done stuff by now or something like that and so yeah they what a week it's been for them (laughs) so yeah yeah but I have to say Chris you know I I was the same I was getting quite wound up watching this one yeah but it makes for good tv doesn't it so I I think this is you know we've had a couple of quieter episodes and then they've ramped up the drama again so uh I'm kind of hoping that uh, tomorrow's much of the same. Exactly. No, I agree, Dave. And already, I think this is eclipsing series one of the US Love Island because it was too vanilla at times. That This is classic Love Island 101, this. Yeah. No, it was, it was pretty vanilla, wasn't it? I mean, we had was it Western, you know, he was jumping from girl to girl, so that, that created the drama. But everyone handled it in a very grown-up way. It's, it's, it's a bit better in it if you get a couple of head the balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 mate. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>